Welcome back, baseball fans. Episode 59 of Round the Third, the baseball podcast. We are recording this on September 2nd. That means August is over. We are back with our August power rankings and our player awards. We'll give an MVP, a pitcher, and a rookie of the year. We're going to round it out with our lock of the week and Sunday Night Baseball. Roll the intro. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Max, we're back. Another episode. You are fresh off of a Guardians game. So I think before we even get into anything, how was your experience at the game? I know you go to a bunch of games um, at Progressive, but how was it? Yeah, I mean, it was good. Uh, Guardians took a tough loss. It was, uh, it, we, it was a tough game. We were going against Luis Castillo. We originally had Zach Plezak slated to start, but he got injured so we uh i forget his name morris came up for his first career start and cal Raleigh hit two bombs lost 6-1 but it was a good time progressive is a nice place can we talk quickly about how that injury occurred did you see that video i did please i did <laughs> i mean this i feel like now you have trevor bauer missing the world series start with playing with his drones and now you have this i mean the punch the mound after giving up the home run it's tough. I mean, it's just overall very tough look. Um, kind of crazy yeah, video came out. Totally self-inflicted, but uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know what to say I, about it. It's tough. We lost Savali too, so the rotation's looking thin. As you know, we might only be a game or less than a game up on the Twins after tonight. Well, speaking of that, I feel like we should just get right into our power rankings. Or before that, do you want to touch on the kind of real quick? Dodger Cardinal mini fake story we have going on. Yeah, you go ahead and kick this off because you know way more about it than I do. <laughs> yeah, so there was a video that emerged. I guess Justin Turner, the uh, Dodgers third baseman, was watching the Futures game and Mason Wynn, obviously super high prospect shortstop for the St. Louis Cardinals, just ripped one across the diamond. I think it was like 102 miles an hour, whatever. And this isn't a showcase. But Justin Turner responds with some video basically saying, I don't even know who that was, but I don't care. No reason to throw that fast. You know, you should wait. I always had great base coaches tell me, wait until they're a step away, throw them out, whatever. Um, it made Cardinals Twitter very mad. So just been seeing a lot of tweets there. And it's like, I kind of understand what Justin Turner says. I just feel like it's like, dude, it's a showcase. No reason to right. say it. Like, whatever. Who yeah. cares? I agree with that. Like to me, it, it it didn't escalate to anything worth being a real story. I think, yeah, from a Cardinals perspective, maybe you're mad. It is a showcase. He's showcasing his arm. It's not a real game. Um, and Justin Turner m might just not have known a lot about the situation or thought about the whole situation in the context. I mean, it was a offhand comment on a podcast. So, you know, I, I think it blew up way more than it needed to be. I think fans on both sides of the aisle just need to chill. Yeah. It, it, we, I mean, we were texting about it. It's very much a non-story. It's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I did see uh Mason, I guess won the award. I don't know. Best defensive 
player in uh, low A ball, maybe it's high A ball. Kind of had a little sub tweet going today, and it's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like, I get it. Yeah, because one of the things Justin Turner said was like, oh, you'll you know throw a bunch of errors or cause a bunch of errors if you're throwing it that fast, and he has very few errors in the history of his minor league career. Yeah, no, and and I mean, I think the point is it's somewhat valid. It's just so unnecessary. Um, so it's like, whatever, let the kids go. It's electric. I'm, I think he's going to be a really good player. I think he's going to be the long-term shortstop for the Cardinals. So we'll see Justin Turner on his way out, but definitely a Dodger legend. So that's the non-story there. So let's, let's get into the power, power rankings. rankings. Yeah. yeah, sir. Max, you want to kick this off? Month, yeah, you want me to kick us off? I'll kick us off. Um, yes, sir. So at five... Um, at five, I'm going with Atlanta. I still think um, Atlanta is going to make a big run in this postseason. They've been creeping up on the Mets all year. Um, they're they're just good all around. They've got pitching. Strider struck out 16 guys, I think, last night. Um, you've got Acuna, Riley, all these guys back. I think the Braves are a nice spot at five. At four, I have the St. Louis Cardinals. For the first time, they're cracking my top five. I just got to give them credit. They've been on an insane run since All-Star break. Only uh, The only better record to them since the break is the Dodgers, I believe. The, every single month, they've got guys competing for Player of the Month. Nolan won the MLB Player of the Month today, and you could have arguably given to Albert. Goldie might win National League MVP. They're just firing on all cylinders, uh, and they deserve to be here because they beat the Braves in the series. At three... Um, I'm going to go to the Mets. They've been kind of in this spot the whole time. They still are ahead in the NL East, despite the Braves on their tail. They've got DeGrom. They've got Scherzer. They're looking good. At two, the best team in the American League, the Houston Astros. I just like the Astros. I think they're going to go to the World Series again. I think they're just really miles ahead of the Yankees at this point and the rest of the American League. And the best team in baseball, number one, the Dodgers. You got to put the Dodgers at one. There's nobody better than them. Despite the confusing situation with their rotation and Kershaw gone and Gonsolin now on the IL and Bueller out, they've just been crushing everybody. So Dodgers at number one. All right, Max. I like it. I like where we're at. Not as maybe controversial as I feel like you set up, but I think I know why you're saying that. We actually had the same bundle of teams. So same five teams, probably not a surprise there. There's maybe a couple that could be switched. No Yankees. But a look no Yankees. I will say that. No Yankees in this. Again, feel like they've fallen off a little bit. Look, that series versus the A's was just tough. I mean, that was I know you can't make a judgment on one little series in Oakland. No one really wants to play there. Uh but it's tough. Like they just don't have that spark. Aaron Judge is still playing out of his skull, but the pitching's been Terrible. They only have we'll a five-game lead now in the AL East. And at one point, they had like a 15-and-a-half-game lead. They lost to the Rays tonight. And the, the AL East is insane. I mean, you have the Orioles a game-and-a-half back from the wild card who are good enough. They would be winning the AL Central. Just mental. But no Yankees. Uh, again, my ranking's a little bit different, but you kind of started to persuade me. But in the interest of it, I'm going to give the rankings I had beforehand so coming in at five i have the cardinals cracking it um obviously you kind of have the explanation there one thing i would add is jordan montgomery has been a beast i i mean trade of the year it looks like number four spot i gotta go to the houston astros again you mentioned it best al team you know 
they've been great all year. We'll talk about some of their players uh, later on in the show. I think so. Uh, three spot. I have the Braves. This is where it's like, okay, you do. I like your point. The Cardinals just beat the Braves, but the pitching's been nuts. The bats, obviously, very scary. Good young core they have locked up. And then we have the same following. I got the Mets, number two. I mean, they're great. And this one's kind of tough. I do have the Dodgers at one. Of course, the Mets just had a good series against them. I'm not too worried about it. Congrats on the uh, late August pennant for all the Mets fans going nuts in the mentions. But got to go Dodgers, number one. Kershaw's back. Trinan just got activated today. So hopefully Gonsolin's MRI came back pretty good. Get that pitching uh, staff back in order, and they're a scary team, Max. There you go. I like it. I like, you know, it's, I think it's the first time all year then Yankees haven't been featured. First time the Cardinals have been. It's really, I think, the Cardinals become the maybe seventh team total that have been featured across all the lists this year. Um, so, you know, obviously that's exciting to see. But I think that does it for the power rankings, James. Let's go to player of the month. Let's start in the American League. You hinted at something. I want to see if you're going the same way as me here. Um, give me your American League player of the month. I We're obviously not going in the same direction there. If you think I'm going in that direction, you're, you're absolutely wrong. My American uh, League player of the month, you mentioned it, climbing up the standings in the AL East, Randy Rosarena. You know, he had a very tough season up to this point. Um, definitely not playing at the caliber uh, we wanted to see him at. But he's got about just over 1,000 OPS, 327 batting average on the month, six home runs, which was good for 23 RBIs, and seven stolen bags. So in a month, that's pretty good. It's going to get you to about 40 bags in a season. Randy's really picked it up. Um, you know, and the Rays need his bat. If they want to win, they want to get through and push into the playoffs they need randy slugging i like it I, I didn't think you'd go that way but i like it i went um i went with a houston astro alex bregman i mean i i think that the astros they're they're just they're 84 and 47 this year like you can't not give them credit they're 43 and 20 at home 41 and 27 on the road but alex bregman you know he struggled last year remember his last couple months weren't great he went 0 for 10 in october and so far this year, he's been okay. His OPS has cracked 800 in June. That's it. Everything else was in the 700s, which is good. But in August, he just exploded 362 average, 1100 OPS. Um, he's just doing it all. And I think that's why the Astros just ha can't seem to cool down. And they're going to make a deep run. Seven home runs in the month. Only 10 strikeouts to 17 walks. Give me Alex Bregman. Yeah, I mean, look, statistically, I get it. It's a fair pick. You know, he also was the MLB announced player of the month. He's spineless. He's got lists. He's never touching my list. Obviously, he's a huge part of that. He's one of the core uh, cheaters on the Astros. Uh, refused to acknowledge it, dealt with it like a baby. So not a fan of the Bregster, but uh, he has had a great August. So I'm not going to belittle the pick. Yeah, I mean, he deserves it. I think he's just blew up this month, and he's. it's been a while since he's had a month like that. But in all credit, just to show the integrity that I have as a capital J journalist, Max, I'm going to lead us right to the AL Cy Young, where I do have a Houston Astro. And that's a pitcher I was high on in previews, Frambler Valdez. 
he has had a great month. He just completed 28 consecutive quality starts, which is an MLB record. Um, and on the month, he has a 204 ERA. He's 5-0 and in five, five appearances and 33 Ks over 35 innings, playing really rock-solid baseball. Of course, Verlander is a Cy Young candidate, so that rotation, pretty scary, keeping Houston, uh, definitely keeping them on those power rankings. Yeah, I actually went a Houston pitcher too, but not Framber Valdez. I went Justin Verlander. Um, I know he's missed some time because he's been hurt, but he still started five times in August with an ERA under two, 1.93 ERA, and a whip at .79. He was my preseason pick to win AL Cy Young. I think I still got a pretty good chance at that. Um, so I love seeing Verlander vintage. Yeah, I mean, look at that. That kind of shows the strength of that staff because I think both picks, you know, obviously they're one and two pitcher, but, you know, I don't feel like Framler was like reach at all. It's like that's just how good that staff is um, right now, scorching hot on the Houston mound. Yeah, so I guess we're sticking with AL. So let's go all the way down AL. Let's do rookie of the month. Um, also, I'll kick this one off. I went a guardian. Uh, I had to go Stephen Kwan. I think he should get more credit f- for the Rookie of the Year award. I feel like he's always left out on these lists. It's Julio. It's Jeremy Pena. Um, but Stephen Kwan's right there. He's a 300 hitter. His OPS was over 800 in August, which is pretty good for him because he's mostly a singles guy hitting for average. But he just gets on base. It seems like he gets on base every at-bat, especially when when he's in the leadoff spot. Batting first, he's got an average at 309. So I just love having Stephen Kwan on the team. He's one of only six or seven guys in the league, I think, with more walks than strikeouts. I think Stephen Kwan's going to be around for a while. And not to mention tough as nails. I mean, that play did happen in August where he ran up into the stands, made the catch, flipped over, looked pretty banged up, stays in the game. He's a beast. I mean, fun player. You know, I went a little bit different direction. Max, I went with a guy, you know, Adley. I've been super high on. Talked, Of course, I went with Adley. I mean, he's a beast. The Orioles, as mentioned, sold at the deadline and are a game and a half back. This player's a big piece of it. You know, stats don't jump off the page crazy. 261 batting average, three homers, and 842 OPS. But it's just the situational hitting. He's crushing when they need him. He's incredible behind the plate. Such an athletic catcher. He's a stud, and this Orioles team is awesome. I feel like they're where the Mariners were maybe a year or two ago, where it's like you know they're they're right there about to turn a corner, and uh, Baltimore deserves it. So got to go Adley. Yeah, I think I, that's back-to-back months. Yeah, me. yeah, that's true. I, Adley's great. I mean, he was up in Cleveland earlier this week. Having a switch hitter and catcher um, who can hit for power is fast around the bases. I mean, Adley's going to be a staple if the Baltimore makes a run in these next couple of years. Yeah. It, I mean, it can't be understated. It's kind of like the conversations around JT Rio Muto reminds me similarly minus the whole switch hitting aspect. Um, so I like that. That's the American league max. You want to kick us off with the NL, the superior conference. Yeah. The national league player of the month, the Cardinals keep on winning these Goldie and Pujols were co uh, players of the month last month. Goldie already won one before that, maybe two. Arenado won the first one of the year. O'Neill won the last one of the previous year, too. Keep that in mind. But 
it's got to be Arenado again. He's had an insane month. And he's it's just crazy thinking about the Cardinals because they re- really could have had three guys win this award. I mean, Goldie had a down year, down month compared to some of his other months, but still his stats were up there. But Nolan with an OPS at 1139. Um, this is the first month of the year. He's slugging over 700. It's been great watching him. Nine homers on the, on the uh, month. Did you go a different way? I mean, I, I thought that I'd had to be Arenado here. Yep, I'm I'm exactly with you. Slam dunk. I mean, he's new dad that got the dad strength yeah. rolling. He's been scorching. I love what you say. I mean, this is basically the Cardinals award just month over month, whoever wants it. And, I mean, this was my final four for it. I had Nolan, Albert, Goldie, and Mookie Betts. <laughs> Mookie Betts been on a tear, led uh, the league in August in homers, and uh, run scored. But it's Nolan. I mean, what a beast. The defense, the power. This Cardinals team, Max, they're terrifying. And it's like Albert legitimately could have won this. That's not even like, oh, he's catching up to 700. It's like, no. He won it last year. He had month. a 1,200. Yeah, he had a 1,200 OPS and all. Like, it's a maniac. The Cardinals are scorching hot, but Nolan's the right pick. Gotta be. For National League Scion, or National League uh, Pitcher of the Month, I. Uh, I wanted to go another Cardinal. I wanted it to be Jordan Montgomery. He's been great since the trade, but it's got to be for the second month in a row, an Arizona Diamondback. I think it's got to be Zach Gallen. These stats are insane. A .68 ERA over six starts in the month, 40 innings pitched. Didn't give up a single homer and a whip at three-fourths, so three-quarters of a run every – or, excuse me, three-quarters of a base runner. Every inning, 44 strikeouts to only 10 walks. Zach Gallen and uh, Merrill Kelly are both huge staples of this Arizona team that I kind of like. You know, they're somewhat underrated. Yeah, you know, I totally agree with you. Zach Gallen's my pick there. It's a no-doubter. There was a hometown pick I really like, thought could be there, but Zach Gallen is destroying the league. 154 opponents batting average. I just, could you imagine if you had a team that had Sandy Alcantara and Zach Gallen, and you traded them for Marcelo Zuna, I would not be able to sleep at night. That would be a tough one. Hopefully no one's ever done that. It It is so brutal, though, Max, because if you had those pitchers on the Cardinals, they would probably, I mean, they would probably win 110, 15 games yeah. this year. What they, can you do? I mean, especially Ozuna gave, did gave, give us some good years, but only two. I mean, getting two years out of him for that, and I mean, what's transpired with him of late? It's it's tough looking back on the trade, but uh, you know, what can you do? Let's go to Rookie. had to take I my shot. We, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we might be on the same page here. Michael Harris the second is my rookie of the month. Just signed a huge deal with the Braves. He's you know I got an OPS almost at one. He's the center fielder of the future for the Braves. The Braves are just, I mean, their general manager is getting it done. Having all these guys locked up for the future, Michael Harris, Austin Riley, Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson, Ozzy Albies, they're going to be good for a long time. And Michael Harris has just had coming off an incredible month. Yeah, you know, I think we're not on the same page. He was my second option here. I think he's great. I know we snubbed him in a previous one. I think we both overlooked him. It may have been June. Um, 
But I'm going with this teammate. Again, maybe a bit of a controversial pick. Probably some recently some recency bias. But I got to go with the Columbus native, the Columbus kid, Spencer Strider, who's just been unreal. Um, again, pitching for the Braves. Had that 16 strikeout night uh, last night. That's a franchise record. What stands out to me is 3-1 and one over the month. It's a 2-7-3 array. That's really good, but not off the page. 41 strikeouts over 27 innings pitched. If you look at his pace right now through, I think he's 115 innings pitched on the year. The pace matches some of the most electric years we've seen of Koufax, of Randy Johnson. I mean, he is just a strikeout wizard with the ball. I got to tip my cap there because he couldn't be the NL pick. I don't think he could beat Gallon out, but feels like he needs a tip of the cap. So either way, Atlanta Braves were reigning World Series champions and they got young talent as you said locked up for a decade yeah and i mean wasn't that 16 case start last night so maybe early favorite for september pitcher of the month or rookie of the month i mean strider's insane like it's just crazy that they i i've never heard of this guy it just seems like they pulled him out of a hat and now they've got an ace uh but again the braves just are really good but james anything else to say i mean you went let's think for NL, you went Arenado, you went Zach Gallon, and you went Spencer Strider. Oof, American League, you went. Framber Valdez was the pitcher, Adley was the rookie, and I can't Randy remember. Randy was the MVP. MVP. There you go. So, there you go. And let, let me see if I can get yours. I know we we lined up on Zach Gallon. You have Michael Harris, NL rookie, Zach Gallon for your Cy Young. Arenado, so we're pretty similar on uh, National League for the American League. I know you have Justin Verlander as your pitcher, your rookie is Stephen Kwan, and your MVP. Oh, this is why can't oh um the asshole from Houston, Alex Bregman. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. So those are those are our August awards. You know, seeing some familiar names there. Power rankings looking pretty similar. Exciting stuff, Max. We are closing in September. You know, the next, you know, power rankings we do will be going into the playoffs and after the regular season is over or to wrap up the regular season, which is crazy to think about. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's been a good season. Let's go to lock of the week. I've got a good one. Um, First of all, we both took the loss, I think. Am I right? Yes. What even what even were the bets? I don't even remember. I knew I was losing. Oh, I had a I think I had the guards in a Mariner series last weekend in Seattle. I'm I think to, it was I'm, the extra inning game even. Are you pulling up yeah. the Instagram? Yeah, I'm trying to see cuz I'm completely blanking on what I took. I just remember uh losing pretty pretty badly, which I'm on a very bad streak. Currently, you had Dodgers money line versus the Marlins, and uh, Dodgers yeah, that was Sandy through that. Sandy yeah, through that perfect complete, uh, complete game, little two one loss. It wasn't terrible, but did not get the job done. Sandy looked, yeah. and I said that might happen. I said he might beat his demons, and he did. I had the Saturday night guards Mariners. I think it was Bieber Gilbert. Um, I, I want to say it went in extra innings, but I might not be remembering it right. But either way, James, let's turn to our new ones. I've got a good one. After the weekend on Labor Day, the Cardinals will be in the Capitol in D.C. 
And who will be starting? Jack Flaherty will be starting. So his first start back after coming off the IL, I know he was came back briefly, but now he, then he went back on the IL, 60-day IL. And I take back what I said. It's in St. Louis. But either way, I'm taking Cardinals minus one and a half. I'm sure they'll be favored. Um, but I think the Flaherty is a huge question mark. But him pitching at home against a team that's somewhat – you know, not competitive in Washington. Give me the cards. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Flaherty to come back. That it's going to be pretty make not make or break for the cards, but to get Hudson out of there and get a yeah. real bona fide pitcher. You know, they need him to come back to where he was a couple of years ago. I, I like it, and of course the Nationals. I don't even know who on the roster can hit a baseball besides <laughs> Luke Voigt, <laughs> who doesn't want We're, to be there. Where are you going? This is interesting. I have one picked out that I kind of like, but I may want to make an emergency pivot. And I think I'm willing to do it. I want to look at a series that's starting on Labor Day with a doubleheader. A very exciting series, and that is an AL East implications, AL playoff implication. The Toronto Blue Jays, who've been playing pretty well as of late, traveling to Camden Yards as the Orioles look to get the job done. Uh, and of course, why can't I think of his name? Who's the rookie who just started for him? Gunnarsson? Uh, <laughs> Gunnar Henderson. Yeah, Gunnar Henderson. Perfect. Who starts his rookie campaign with two home runs. Um, just unreal. I'm taking the Orioles to win the series at home. Again, they probably should be favored to get that done. But this is a Toronto team that's above them. That's been playing good baseball as of late. But I like it. Defend Camden Yards. Let's move in. I think they may end this week in a playoff position, Max. Give me the Orioles in the series. I like it. Birdland's hot right now. I'd love to see the Orioles claim one of the spots, but I don't want it forcing Seattle out. I like, I'd like to see Seattle in the playoffs, see Seattle in the playoffs. And I also would like to see uh, Toronto, but in Tampa Bay, that just doesn't seem like they're the ones that are going to slip. They're catching the Yankees. But yeah, I, well, I love the Orioles right now. Just since you brought it up, Tampa Bay is just doing Tampa Bay things. They've, they've been hanging around. They dropped down to fourth. They're back up. This is Tampa Bay baseball. They're probably not going to win the division, but a nice sneaky wild card. That's incredibly tough to play. It's incredible what they've done in Tampa Bay with the limited resources that they have. They continue to face injuries next man up and just get it done. Just incredible stuff. Kevin cash. Also one of my favorite managers for pulling Blake Snell and winning the Dodgers a ring. Speaking of the Dodgers, Sunday night pick them a series that I, you know, I feel like I felt the same about this last year. There was always this hype Padres Dodgers battle of the NL West. Who's going to take it down big series. And it just never lives up to the hype. Some of those last year were good. Some of those series last year, but this, I just struggled to get super excited for it. Uh, just because the Dodgers, I feel like are just going to roll over them again. And obviously the, Padres have their own things going on with Tatis, but James, how do you feel about this? Yeah, I mean, it's exactly what you said, and that narrative just comes from the Padres fans. Every year, every moment, they're like, oh, this is us, we're going to do it, and they have, you know, a Mary Poppins bag of excuses every time when they don't show up. I said when the season started, they'll be 20 games back. Here we are, 20 games back. Soto at the deadline, Bell at the deadline, Hader at the deadline, doesn't matter. Like, bring whatever support you want into San Diego. Bring in Otani, bring in Trout. They are not 
going to win the National League West. Uh, so again, this series to me is just non-competitive. It's like, I don't care. The Mets series mattered more. It's better baseball because it's like, yeah. And I'll say right now, San Diego, they're up. Manny hit a bomb. They're up 4-0. But it's like, I I don't care about the series. Like, they'll probably still come back. It's in the fifth. They're the just Dodgers are packed luck. in and ready for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And it's like, at this point, these injuries, we're just finding out who the playoff arms are going to be and resting. Why even <laughs> toss Gonson out there? It's like, this, and it's like, it doesn't matter. Pit in all, like, pit in the entire AAA team will be the Padres. So, no question on Sunday Night Baseball. Have to take the Dodgers. Your pitching matchup is Mike Clevenger, former Cleveland Guardian. Well, wasn't there when they were the Guardians. And Andrew Heaney, who's been the resurrection project from the Yankees. Uh, pitching a lot better than last year, but, you know, mediocre at best. I still like the Dodgers, Max. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm picking the Dodgers even, as well. So as a non-Dodgers fan, are you, like, even excited for this game at this point? Or is this just any old, you know? No, I mean, like I said, game? like, I, I just feel like the Dodgers are so much better than the Padres. Sure, the Padres might win one, but it's just not going to be it's most likely not going to be this hard hitter matchup that we're expecting in the NLCS. Like it seemed like it was made out to be the two Kings of the national league West battling for the national league to crown, but the the Dodgers are just so much better. I mean, the Dodgers are historically good this year and they're 20 games up for a reason. Yeah. Which by the way, just while you mentioned that, just cause it's a ridiculous tweet. I saw, um, I think it's like atlantasportstalk.com or whatever. It's some Twitter account that was getting into hot water for just tweeting questionable offensive things during the Cardinals series. Uh, back at it today, they were tweeting like the Dodgers have a $300 million payroll just to be mediocre. And I'm like, I'm just confused. Cause I'm like, if you're on pace to be one of the winningest teams to ever play the sport, it's like, if that's mediocre, holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, over what they were forty-one and nine over fifty. You said was that the stat? Yeah, yes, and they're, they're currently sitting at fifty-two games over five hundred. So, I, and they also good. lost their ace this year. But I mean, look, the Dodgers are—they're plus three fifty to win the World Series. I think they're the favorites. They're, it's that way for a reason. I mean, it's who knows what'll happen in the playoffs, but I'd put my money on LA if I could. So does that mean you're locked in to pick them, locked in on L.A.? I am locked in on L.A., and I want to remind everyone, if we think back last week, for the first time we were different, I took Cardinals, you took Braves, which puts me up now in the rankings. I don't know. I forget what the rankings are, 5-1, and 6-1, and one or something like that. But big news. Yeah, so and, I, and you're obviously locked was, in for the Dodgers. Yeah, and that was an exciting game, though, that, that Braves game. Very, um, you know, kind of went back and forth. So that was a little bit, a little fun. But at the end of the day, Tyler O'Neill, big bomb, gets it done, um, hits the three run shot to take it over. But very entertaining Sunday night game. So that was great. Had it up uh, with the whole family watching it. So definitely a spectacle there. And this, yeah, locked in LA. And I'll remind you, Max, last time we both took LA versus the, Do the Padres, we obviously won. America won. I mean, no doubter. Yeah, that was the day Belly hit two. Or, or I knew he hit, he hit two home runs like the same yep. spot in left center. Yep, just, I mean, owning the Padres. It's like anyone can own the Padres, but I don't even have the energy to keep talking about it. Like, 
do better. The NL West is boring me. There needs to be real competition. Looking at the Diamondbacks, they're they're the best team. I mean, at this point, they're the scariest team. Hey, you picked uh, Chris Bryant National League MVP this year. <laughs> Maybe the most questionable pick. I mean, I I knew when I picked it, it was coming in hot, but I didn't realize uh, it would torpedo quite like that. Um, I think there's zero percent chance that that hits and i've been confident about that <laughs> since before the all-star break the dude's not even playing but I... yeah i mean james it was another good episode episode 59 um always a pleasure big episode next next week got episode, episode 60. 60 don't know what we're gonna do for it but we'll find something new max we are pushing closer and closer to the playoffs are you more excited the fact that there's an additional wild card team on each side are you more excited less excited does it change you your feelings at all i think i got i mean i'm more excited it, it gives another team a chance to get in it gives more teams something to play for as the season winds down and you look at the american league wild card race i mean so many teams are in it imagine if it was only two and it was tampa bay and toronto with seattle and baltimore looking in i love the extra spot it gives baltimore a real chance it also keeps teams like the the central second place team that gives them a chance, the Twins, the White Sox, and potentially the Guardians. So I enjoy it. It gives them something to play for. Yeah, I can't wait. Playoff baseball, it's the best and there more is. more playoff baseball. More playoff baseball. Well, what a note to end it on. Thank you, everyone. Also, quick shout out to the socials real quick. Rounding third pod on TikTok. Rounding 3RD now on Twitter. Rounding third podcast on Instagram. Hit us on all those. We have graphics, clips, stay in the loop when we're not recording.